We're going to be looking uh, today in, in the book of Acts in our series uh, at chapter 15, the story that touches on just this exact idea of the simple message versus really getting into a religion that, that uh, becomes a bunch of rules. <clears throat> so Acts 15, it's about 15 to 20 years after Jesus is risen from the dead. And uh, people have been starting this message in Jerusalem, fanning out because of persecution all over the Roman world, bringing the message that Jesus is the hope of the world. Uh, there's one city in particular, Antioch. Remember a couple weeks back, Tim was talking about that city. It was this powerful city of prestige, of art, of culture, but also known for its immorality. And in this location, Christianity was being, beginning to spread, uh, this grassroots movement. Back in Jerusalem, you have some Pharisees who have joined the ranks of the Christian group there. And when you think about it, it's, it's really pretty amazing because, you know, we always call the, the Pharisees the bad guys, you know, they're the rule watchers. But, but these guys, some of them, as this text tells us, had begun to follow Jesus. These, these elite, prestigious people, I mean, these were, the, these were the, the upper class in society. People, like, really looked up to them. And, and they kind of left everything to follow this backwoods preacher from Samaria who was killed by their own colleagues. But when they came and started to follow him, they also brought their baggage. Let's look at chapter 15, what Luke writes. Certain people came down from Judea to Antioch and were the teaching the believers, unless you are circumcised according to the custom taught by Moses, you cannot be saved. Now, you got to hand it to these guys. They were really devoted. I mean, we're not talking about like walk, walking from Western campus down to Hillcrest. Uh, you can see on this map how far Antioch is from, from Jerusalem. But to give you a modern day equivalent, imagine, imagine walking from Portland, Oregon, downtown, and, and just trekking up I-5, only a lot more bumpy and, and of a road, and getting all the way to Canada. To tell some churchgoers there that you don't know that unless they follow all the customs of Moses, particularly pointing to circumcision, they cannot be saved. And now imagine being that church. Imagine showing up for church here on Sunday morning and, and these guys show up and tell you that unless you're circumcised, men, and, and what you're hearing is unless like, I'm pretty much mutilating my flesh, I can't be saved. I mean, whoa, that's, that's intense. I mean, definitely not your average Sunday sermon, right? Understandably, it, it brings Paul and, and Barnabas into sharp contention with this group. It's heated. I mean, this is, this is not, uh, no small thing they're, they're discussing. This could ruin the mission. Thankfully, the church is level-headed after discussion. They send back a delegation to Jerusalem to hear from the leaders there 
what they should be asked to do. What What should they require these Gentile believers to do? It makes me think of, of the way Hillcrest has, has gone about these last couple years in working through revised bylaws and a, and a new form of government. I was able to be part of that. And from the inside, watching this leadership take it very seriously and thoughtfully, watching, watching them seek outside counsel from our denomination and from other leaders with wisdom, it was beautiful. And I'm so glad for the outcome and so thankful for where we've arrived. And I just say, good job, church. Good job, leadership, for, for walking this so well. Back in uh, Acts 15, by the time they arrive in Jerusalem, Paul and Barnabas in this group, you know, they're slapping high fives, they're fist pumping. It's like exciting things what God has been doing, even amidst this, this problem that they want to discuss. But then in, in, cha- in verse 5, we read this. The apostles, uh, let's see, whoa, where's verse 5? There. Then some of the believers who belonged to the party of the Pharisees stood up and said, The Gentiles must be circumcised and required to keep the law of Moses. Here they go again. Now to to us here, we're probably most of us are sitting here going, man, what's the big deal, guys? I mean, relax. It's about introducing people to Jesus Christ, like, like we just heard from Jonathan. Why all, the, why all the, this intense extra weight and baggage that, that you're trying to shove on people? But uh, I think, I think it's, it's helpful for us if we can try and get our heads back in that time. So what I want to do, I'm going to try and get a little audience participation here going. We're going uh, to pretend that we're here at church today having this congregational meeting to decide whether we should make everybody obey the full law of Moses. Okay, so this group over here, you're going to be the Jesus plus the Moses law. Okay, and so you're the circumcisers. Sorry, group, that's you. Um, over here is the just Jesus people. You, you, you appreciate the law. You don't have like a New Testament. You, you appreciate what, we, what we're able to, to give um, from and learn from the Mosaic Law, but, but you're convinced that Jesus' teaching, his, his uh, way of living, and uh, his interpretation of Scripture is what the church ought to back. The rest of you guys, you're on the fringe. You're kind of like, wait, what? Um, when's halftime? Who, who's got snacks? Um, so you're, you're kind of watching in on this discussion. All right, so... Here we are, and uh, now th- this group here of the kind of the Pharisees group, you know, we like to give them a hard time, but, but consider, these, these are our brothers and sisters here. They, they take the, the Bible really seriously. These are Bible-believing evangelicals right over here, okay? And they're trying their best to interpret scriptures, things like we read in, in Genesis. Can we see that verse here? This is any uncircumcised male who has not been circumcised in the flesh will be cut off from his people. He has broken my covenant. I mean, can it get any clearer? 
open and shut case. And there's numerous other verses that say this is really important and central for what it means to follow Christ. You know, on the other hand, we have this group over here. And, and they're, they're, they're going, hold on, let's, let's, let's have a, a, different, uh, a different interpretation here. You think, about, think about the implications of this. You know, if, if, can you imagine here today in 2015, if we were trying to decide whether in order to reach Bellingham, we had to help people to turn to Jesus and be saved or add on a whole list of do's and don'ts of all kinds of things. The, the um, circumcision just being the tip of the iceberg. I mean, we've got like ways to dress, hand cleansing ceremonies. We've got uh, food laws. I mean, think like no bacon. I mean, think about that for a minute. Fringers. So the, the apostles, elders meet to, to dis- consider this question. After much discussion, Peter got up and addressed them. Do we, do we have a Peter? Okay, Peter, address the, address the congregation. Well, you guys are on my camp, so I got to talk to you guys. Uh-oh. Yeah. Okay. Brothers, you know that some time ago, God made a choice amongst you. That the Gentiles might hear from my lips the message of the gospel and believe. God, who knows the heart, showed that he accepted them by giving them the Holy Spirit the same as he did to us. He did not discriminate between us and them, but he purified their hearts by faith. So now why do you want to test God? By putting on the yokes, uh, uh, on the necks of the Gentile, a yoke that neither them, neither you, nor your ancestors were able to bear. No. No. We believe it is by the grace of our Lord Jesus that we are saved. The same as them. Wow. Thank you, Peter. Eloquent words. Boom. Opening and shut case. It's Jesus and Jesus alone that saves. Not Jesus plus the Mosaic laws. Not Jesus plus anything. The people of God are not marked out by circumcision, but by faith in what Jesus has done. Well, the whole assembly quiets down. Okay, Good, I heard that. There was a little baby making a little noise, but they, they, they got it. The whole assembly quiets down, and they listen as Paul and Barnabas uh, relate what the great things are that God is doing. And then, uh, and then when they finished, James spoke up. Do we have James? Thanks, uh, brothers. Listen to me, Simon. Good work, buddy. He described us how God first showed his concern by choosing a. From the Gentiles, he took a people for himself. And the words of the prophet are in agreement with this. As it is written, After this I will return and rebuild David's fallen tent. Its ruins I will rebuild, and I will restore it, that the remnant of men 
may seek the Lord, and the Gentiles who bear my name, excuse me, says the Lord who does these things that have been known for ages. Therefore, it is my judgment that we should not make it difficult for the Gentiles who are coming to God. Thanks. We should not make it difficult for the Gentiles who are coming to God. Hillcrest, Hillcrest Chapel, we should not make it difficult for the people of Whatcom County who are turning to God. This is vital to our mission. Can we all say this together here on the screen? Do we have that? We should not. Yes, there we go. Together, we should not make it difficult for the people of Whatcom County who are turning to God. That's just pretty much a quote of what we heard from James. Have you ever had somebody try to make it difficult for you or somebody you know to turn to God? Have you ever seen them, them kind of add in a bunch of do's and don'ts, a bunch of things that... that uh, th- that seem to just create this baggage of religiosity. Rules, don't, don't dance here. You need to stay out only till this late. Associate with this friends. Uh, only drink these kind of things. Only read these kind of books. Only watch Trinity Broadcast Network and Jesus Films. And on and on the list goes. Now hear me loud and clear. I'm not saying that we should just... Have a free-for-all. The Bible isn't just, hey, free love, man. No. But, But like Peter said, why? Why do you test God by putting on the necks of Gentiles a yoke that neither we nor our ancestors have been able to bear? You know, just trying to obey the rules, it's unbearably hard work. It's a heavy yoke. Now, a yoke was a common thing used back in that day. That every, everybody would have understood that farm image. But today, I, I think if Peter were speaking, he might use a backpack. So I, I brought a, a backpack here. And the way this backpack worked back then is basically, you know, they were feeling like to follow Jesus, I got to wear this backpack. To, to, have, to walk with God, I need to carry this. The, the trouble is, is so heavy, they couldn't do it. I mean, by the, halfway through the day, they're like, whoo, I got to sit down here, you know, I got to take this thing off. And yet, they were, they, were finding, they were finding people and trying to proselytize them, and, and, and it would work like this. Can I have a volunteer? Uh, one person, just a little short. Come on up, Griffin, thank you. So, so here's how it works. You know, Griffin here, I'm, I'm, hey Griffin, uh, would, do you want to follow God? Yeah. Awesome, you really should. Now the thing is, in order to follow him, you have to wear this pack. Uh, and uh, so go ahead and put that on. There you go, buddy. I'll, I'll kind of help you 
um, a little bit. But uh, now here's the thing. You, don't, you can't take it off or God will smite you. Um, so good luck. I'm walking with Jesus. Thank you. Thank you for, for coming up here. Um, now, here's how Jesus felt about this. When he was talking to the Pharisees in uh, Matthew 23, verse 4, listen to his words. I love how the message puts it. And listen to see if this resonates with you. Instead of giving you God's laws as food and drink by which you can banquet on God, they package it in bundles of rules, loading you down like pack animals. Loading you down like pack animals. I mean, it's not fun. They seem to take pleasure in watching you stagger under these loads and wouldn't think of lifting a finger to help. It really bothered Jesus the way that they were bringing his message forward. Hillcrest, we should not make it difficult for the people of Whatcom County who are turning to God. Is there anything in your pack that needs to get chucked? Is there any religious paraphernalia that, that needs to, to go that, that, that could lighten the load? Thanks, Griffin. You don't have to stand here any, anymore. We appreciate you coming up. That's not what Jesus intends. Friends, our church is on a mission. We want to help people to turn to God and to find the, the abundant life that he has for them. Remember what drew you to Jesus? Was it the rules? Did you know all the rules? I can tell you a few things that we as a church staff are trying to do to to focus in and keep the mission the main thing. Uh, as we create these Sunday morning experiences, for instance, we, we regularly think through all the ingredients from the way we greet people to the way we dress to the way we, what coffee we serve and how we pray and what songs we sing, what lyrics are in those songs. We think through and process, will this help or hinder people from turning to God. As we look to bring in a new lead pastor, we're conscious that our staff roles may change. I may preach or sing more or less. Same with Tim, Kathy. You know, the, the lead pastor may want to adjust service lengths or add a potluck after every service. Dessert buffet? I'm in. Come on. You know, the, the question is, are we committed to doing what we think is best for Jesus' mission in Bellingham? Or are we committed to our own personal preferences? God is on a mission in Whatcom County. He wants to rescue people. All people. Rich and poor, middle class 
upper class, no class, Republicans and Democrats, straights and gays, the elders and their grandchildren, African, Asian, Native American, European athletes and doctors, bankers and bus drivers, the arrogant and the embarrassed, singles and divorcees, the depressed and disorganized, the disabled and the drug addicts. Jesus came for us all. Amen. Amen. If you have a heart that's beating, he wants you. And listen to his offer. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, my backpack. Learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy. My backpack, it's, it's easy to carry. And my burden, what's inside of it, is light. Do you believe that? Do you know that, Savior? See, Jesus wants to equip us with one of these. It's the Osprey Talon 22 backpack. Perfect for day hikes and bike commutes. It features super light YKK buckles, stretched side woven pockets, zippered hip belt pockets, external hydration sleeve, front panel stretch mesh pocket, stow on the go trekking ice tool loops with bungee tie-offs, airscape back panel, gender specific bio stretch hip belt, top sash pocket and lid lock helmet attachment. Oh, how he loves us. <laughs> how he loves us so. Oh, how he loves us. Jesus came that we might have life and have it to the full. Talking abundance. Are you experiencing that? You know, I just wonder if, if the pack that we're carrying feels more like that or like this. Now, I'd submit to you, if, if your experience of Christianity feels heavy right now, it feels hopeless, it feels like a bunch of drudgery, I submit that you, you might just be wearing the wrong pack. As we think about this pack, what, well, what's inside it? You know, what's inside it? You got to put it on to find out. You got to wear it. I can't explain it to you. you. You have to spend your life experiencing it, walking 
getting to know this Jesus. And the temptation is going to be to start with this pack, and then so you start talking to somebody, you hear some email, you, some blog, whatever, and you're like, oh man, I got I to gotta add this in. Boy, oh boy. And you're going to find that there's going to be things that, that don't fit. And that the challenge will be to not think, oh, I've got to upgrade. I've got to get a bigger pack. But to really be surrounding ourselves with people of grace, people who are, are walking with this pack, who can help us to discern what goes in it, how to wear it. It mustn't be Jesus plus the law, Jesus plus our good works, Jesus plus anything. As we, as we heard, heard from, from Peter, it's not, it's not this, this Christian experience of doing, 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 but what's already been done. As Peter said in that meeting, we believe it is through the grace of our Lord Jesus that we are saved. Experience this grace anew today. Don't let that ever get old, church. That's a message that Bellingham needs to hear. He loves us. Before we got it right, before we had it together, when our life was a wreck, when we were doing and thinking nasty things, Jesus sought us out to rescue us to forgive us, to cleanse us, and make us new. He wants to outfit you with this pack that is light. As the band comes up, I'd like to share a a few closing thoughts for us to consider. Realizing that His love is not just for us, That the same way he feels about you is the same way he feels about your friend, your family, your co-workers, your classmates. Oh, how he loves us so that he gave his own life. For some of us this morning, your response may look like trading in this pack for this one. That Jesus did not ever intend for you to try to carry a light burden, an easy yoke. Breathe again. For others of us, it may look like stopping trying to fill other people's packs with heavy loads. Hey, hey, you you really ought to, you really should, you, you don't have this piece. Maybe it's your your own kids. I know as a father, it's be hard to, to watch my kids and you know I'm trying to mentor them and, and show them the way of Jesus but they need to they need to experience his grace themselves 
and, and putting loads of rules on them is not where faith is going to be found. For others of us, we may never have carried either of these packs. We may have been walking in the completely other direction of God, just pell-mell, full force, going our own way. And we haven't known what it's like to have direction in our lives, to know a God who cares for us, who loves us so. And Jesus would say to you today, come. Come. Take my yoke upon you. For my burden is light. My yoke is easy and you will find rest for your soul. The offer is out there for us all.